What's up, everybody? Sorry we didn't get back to you on Tuesday. Chris been a little under the weather. Been a little bit uh, congested, badly in the cold, but... There's a lot to unpack today. A lot to unpack, man. This is uh, the moment we've all been waiting for. It is the moment we've all been waiting for. Before we start, let's shout out our, our first, our first uh, sponsorship, man. We're excited. Shout out to uh, the team at Fanabox over in Montreal. Um, if you get a chance... They've got beautiful, beautiful holiday racing kits available right now. Up to 30% off. Go to www.fanabox.com. That's F-A-N-A-B-O-X.com. We're going to put the link in the description in case you missed it. But for all your racing gear, head over to Fanabox. Yeah, especially for our Canadian and American fans. You know, that's a great place to get it. Shout out to Max. So we're excited, man. It's our first, uh, I guess, first advertiser and, you know, Hopefully, it's many more to come with Fanabox. Nothing better than working with an advertiser that's in F1. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's a beautiful relationship, and we can't wait uh, to continue it. So, uh, let's get into it. Obviously, you came into the office, and I'm hyped. Why am I hyped? Well, you're hyped because it appears that we're going to have a fair race. Uh, well, not a fair race. We're actually going to have a race. We're going to have a race because our boy, Mr. Uh, Michael Massey, that doesn't check his emails on the weekend. <laughs> that does not check his emails on the weekend. Said that if there's anything that's not sportsmanlike, you're at risk of uh, point deduction. And you know what? I will probably have to wear a Max Verstappen uh, jersey. Might be a little modified from the usual on the on the podcast, but I'm more than glad to. Listen, our friends at Phantom Box can help you with that. <laughs> they can. Our friends at Phantom Box will help you if you like a Max Verstappen jersey or a Lewis Hamilton jersey. So... How do you feel about it? I mean, we obviously watched a press conference. Lewis and Max were kind of like, well, blah, whatever. But how do you feel about it as a fan? You know, it's hard because you won't know till it happens. Like, is this really the case or is it more of like just a threat? I mean, it puts a threat in Max's mind that he just can't intentionally crash into Lewis to decide the world championship. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like, if they get in a collision because they're actually hard racing, then so be it. But yeah. it allow it at least allows us to come back and say, "We're may the confident. best driver win. May the best driver win." And let's be honest: the best driver all year has been Max Verstappen, but the best driver for the last five weeks has been Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton has been locked in. He has not been going for nice dinners in Dubai. He's been oh, training. Oh, come on, stop, bro. I, <laughs> you can't bring that up. He's probably had nice dinners. He's going skydiving, bro. Come on. <laughs> I just loved how Max is like, I spent time with family, had some nice dinners, celebrated my girlfriend's birthday. And Lewis is like, yeah, I've just been training, you know. And <laughs> skydiving. Uh, I mean, I don't blame him. Max seems like he's a very reserved guy. He tries to stay uh, under very, the spotlight. Very um, calm, you know. Not calm. Uh, <laughs> Definitely uh, not calm. Listen, off the track, calm. But when he's behind the wheel, different uh, person, which is expected. Uh, you know, this this race in Abu Dhabi at Yas Marina. Talking about the circuit now? No, not yet. It just, the level of anticipation, the stress, the pressure as a fan for, especially covering it as closely as we the have all year. Anxiety as a fan. <laughs> it's like, you know, Lewis is, has said, oh, you know, it's, it's another championship. Like, he's trying to play it off like it's not that big of a deal, but it is. This is going to be the most important qualifying of his life. It's going to be the most important race Whoa, of his life. Well, no, 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 no. Wait. We, we can't quantify what's the most important thing for Lewis. Come on, bro. Like, in his Formula 1 career, 
This is what separates but, but, him from Schumacher. But it's unmarked territory. But maybe the biggest race for him was winning his first world championship. Like you, yes. May, like you, I, I can't speak for Lewis Hamilton. We can't speak and, for him. But the optics are th- that's the a, pressure is on. Like you need to qualify. There, there's for sure you have great, to be first. There's for sure a lot of pressure. But like that's the narrative that the media builds, and you know. We've been building up the eighth. It's, it's not like it's a, a false narrative, but it's a narrative that we've built up. I genuinely think that Lewis doesn't comprehend it because he's so in the moment, because he he wants to win, right? I think when we look back in three months, you'll get a, a, a genuine answer from Lewis on how he feels once he actually does it. Because, you know, he may never win eight, right? Like, at the same he time. He may never win eight. So you can't quantify that, right? But to say it's the biggest race of his life, I'm sure his GP2 races were bigger. Like... That was the difference of being a kid from Stevenage that never made it to a kid that made it to F1 and made yeah, enough listen, money to pay his dad back, right? All very, very accurate. When it comes down to Lewis and the entire team and the entire organization, a lot rides on this final race. Yeah, and this will put Mercedes right beside Williams at 8-9 to nine for constructors. So it's a big thing. This would be... Um, would move like you'd only be the one pressure away from is felt everywhere. One wrong, like a mistake from Bono. One of the guys changing the wheels that messes up. Like the pressure is, it's everywhere. There's, there, there's, there's definitely a high stress level, right? There's definitely a very, very. You high screw stress up level. one of those pit stops could cost you the championship. It could, but you want to talk about the track now, or what? You want to? You want to stay on the the, the ramifications? I'm kind of ready to get into the track and, and the race. Yeah, I, I mean, we're going to cover, obviously, Quali, and we're going to be back. I thought it was just the race in general. Before, before Sunday. I was just, so it's been a really crazy week when I just think about getting ready for this. As a I have fan. zero anxiety because McLaren's not competing for anything. Okay, <laughs> but my boy Lando is competing for the fifth place in the, in the, in the driver's championship, so a little bit on the line. But, but yeah, let's, um, let's get to the track. So let's talk about the track as a whole. What better place to finish off at the Yas Marina Circuit? Like, it is in a beautiful hotel, beautiful track, lit up. It's a nighttime race. Could you drop anything better? Abu Dhabi, like, we've really been doing this F1 thing this year, right? Yeah. So I was a fan as a kid, and then obviously over Lewis's um, championship run over the last call it really just the last 10 years, I've followed, but not as religiously. In the modern era, and I'm going to call F1 today the modern era, I can't see the last race being finished anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, first, I was going to throw this question quickly. Silverstone or Yas Marina to call call games? No, it's I, I like I, Silverstone should not be the last race of the year. Yeah, so I, I'm on the same length. Like it's a great race. It's historical. It has its place in F1 forever, and it'll always be probably the best track historically. But no, I don't think you ended there. I think Yasmin is perfect. Um, is this the best F1 season? Like just because you t- talked on, you know, we we were both fans as kids. Probably you more because it was religious in your household. I watched it a little bit growing up, and now we've both come back into it, and really. I think F1 has taken over as my favorite sport in the world. Uh, like, I generally like it. Listen, it's it's my favorite by uh, far. Yeah, so, like, you know, basketball was a love for most of my life. I've kind of, I love the esports, so I think F1's there. Do you think we've been ultimately spoiled in 2021, and this will probably be the best season in the next 10 years? Going down to the wire, tied. 
All the drama. Max we're, at Summer We're very Stone. spoiled, man. We're very spoiled. This is a this is a sport where typically this doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, what is it? First time in 40 plus years that they're tied going like, into it. Crazy. It is crazy. I mean, there's been a lot of um deciders in the last race, but when you're actually tied Think about like this is this is at the same level of like a World Cup final or March Madness final. Like it's sudden death. It literally is sudden death. It's it's winner take all. Crazy. And it's not like, well, Max has to finish first and Lewis has to finish f- above no. four. It's literally wins. if you finish third, Lewis, and I'm Max finishes. both finish in the bottom ten. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know that's not happening. But you know, if Max finishes third and Lewis finishes two, then it's Lewis's. It's not like it's not like where there's a bunch yeah. of stipulations. It's just like you just have to beat Max. You don't even have to win the race. They just have to be one. It's literally a like they got to fight hey, to the end. Hey, if you have loose tires and Max takes a little little subs, a little uh, pit stop and you're 26 seconds ahead and you can get a pit stop at 22 and they'll put you second, well, you got to take it. You can't gamble on, well, maybe my tires will last, right? You just have to beat Max. We have not had um, tire degradation of late because of the last few circuits, but with the banking on this circuit with the changes, um, I think the front rights are going to wear so fast it's uh i mean bank corners just put a lot of stress on every on on your on your front tires in general so it's going to be oh well your even just your right side in general because it's going to go is it right to left or left to right it's right to left i think it goes it goes this way anyways whichever way it is because it just puts a lot of stress on that side of the car so it's very interesting um and it's technically like a new a new race again i mean it's the same circuit but it's not yeah, I mean, they, they've obviously made it a little faster. I th- It'll be interesting to see if cars run staggered setups because there is no heavy, uh, there's no, yeah, so I think it's a left turn, right? Whatever, it's the same, it's, yeah, it's a right turn. It's it's a right turn, but both heavy turns are right turns. So I wonder if teams are running pretty heavily staggered uh, setups. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the changes in the track, man. Are you excited for it? So, th- yes, I am. Three major changes. Shaves 10 to 11 seconds off the lap time. Yeah, this, this track feels very Mercedes heavy. Those medium speed corners that were there before, there's really that where they widen up. I think it's at um, where they made one of the changes where they widen up. That might be Red Bull favored, but I think everything else is pretty Mercedes favored. Like, uh, depends on how high speed um, the band corner is. But a lot if of you get um, caught in DRS on this track, it's so hard. To, it'll be so hard to keep your position. Yeah. But even then, Mercedes has like a, what, 12 kilometer boost on Red Bull? Listen, Max still hasn't swapped out the engine. Like, they're running it to the end. Yeah, they are. I mean, remember, you can swap parts, right? So, like, you swap parts that you've had. Whatever's in your garage. Like, yeah, with whatever in your inventory. We'll call it your yeah. inventory. Um, what, what does Mercedes have? Like a 10 kilometer pace? So, it's like... It's only five kilometers when you look at it because DRS gives you, what, 15 extra kilometers per hour. So, like, I don't think DRS is such a heavy advantage for Red Bull as it is for Mercedes because if you already have a 15-kilometer um, per hour advantage, advantage, sorry, I'm losing my words, then you get 30 with DRS. So, you know, that's a lot of speed down the street. So, it should be very interesting to see. This track, especially the, with these changes as well, there's a strong chance we may not even see a yellow flag. Bro, we're seeing a yellow flag. Listen, 
very possible, but it's it's more likely that it doesn't happen on a track like this. Everything is going to come down to qualifying. Track. I actually don't think that at all. Positioning is. Listen, if Lewis starts on pole, I, I I feel like you've said that many times, and, and a lot of people say it comes down to qualifying that I've spoke to, but I think Mercedes has a clear edge on this track. The mount. This track is a fast track. Now you're getting rid you of. You are really confident with the Mercedes. You're getting rid of that chicane in the north side. You're getting rid of that the left to right on on the other side where the DR zone is like. There's a lot of high speed. DR uh, zones and high speed corners, bro. That is Mercedes favored, bro. Red Bull's favored on medium speed corners. That's what the high rake is for. That generated down for. So it's like, I'm very confident that Mercedes has a better car this year. I, I'm like, for this, I mean, they have a faster car, and this track is more of a high speed circuit. If it was the old track, I'd be a lot more in question. I would probably lean towards Red Bull, but the new track is, I don't know, man. Mercedes has dominated that track. Until last year when Lewis had COVID. And well, we know Bottas won last year. No. I think it was Bottas won. Oh, yeah. Max second. Max, Max dominated, but no, Max won. Double check. Max either won or... Yeah, the Max won because Lewis had COVID. Remember? I want to say that it was Bottas won Max two. Let's double check. Let's double check. Max Verstappen. Mercedes won every race prior to that. So I'm 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 confident in saying that Mercedes has a clear advantage yes. there, and let's be real, Lewis had COVID last year, so you know he's not in the same shape. And COVID, he really handled COVID. Uh, his body didn't handle it well. So I'm very confident, man. Do you disagree? Like, what, what? Are you just not? You're just trying to not get ahead of yourself? I, for whatever reason. So obviously you were early to say it's over. I don't know, man. I I, I feel. I don't feel that confident. Well, I said it was over because I thought Max was just getting into an accident, but he clearly hasn't. He doesn't have that option. But I mean, hey, I'm glad to be wrong. I've been said that multiple times. Yeah, there's a couple medium speed corners, but like if you look at, if you just look at it, the first DRS detection zone, look how long that straight is. Then you have that high speed corner after that. You go into a couple medium speed, then you got the section nine then you go into that medium speed uh you go into the bank corner bro that's all mercedes favored like when you look at like that is all like about two-thirds of the track maybe even more 75 percent of this track is high speed right so i don't know what do you think after looking at the track again you think it's mercedes favored you think it's red bull favored um i'm gonna assume sector it's sector two sector two is gonna be very red bull favorite but sectors one, one and three. three will be mercedes and how right. long are those straights they're long <laughs> those are long sh- and that drs detection zone bro but here think about this right Merce- red bull will get away in sector t- sector two if that is it when mercedes hits that high bank speed corner they're gonna make up a lot of speed get the drs and then go down there's a pretty down uh, pretty decent run down to turn one yeah but you see what I'm saying? Like, when they hit that, that DRS detection zone into the long straight, into finishing the lap, Mercedes is going to have such a pace advantage on that straight and DRS open if they're behind. So, so I don't think qualifying is that important. Like, you have, to fin- you have to be in the top two for Lewis. Yeah. Like, I think it's a lot more important for Max, if that makes sense. It's not as important for Lewis. Yeah, well, we'll find out, man. We will find out. Um, Lando, Charles, five points between each other. What do you think? I think Charles will close out. 
I think Lando's coming out with a bit performance today. I think Ferrari's gonna. I think Ferrari's had a lot of power, but they've had some bad luck to end out the, end out the year. I think that bad luck continues. No other reason that I just think they have that bad luck that continues. Is there anyone else, really, aside from Mercedes and Red Bull, that this weekend matters? Of course it does. I mean, not in the magnitude, but this is Kimi Raikkonen's last race. Yes, Kimi! This is George Russell's last race in a Williams. Bro. There's a lot of laughs for people. What do you got to say about the boy Kimi, bro? Well, you know, I can't listen to Kimi. And, you know, Matt did a spot on. Shout out to our boy Matthew Lemonius. He did a spot on impression on one of our episodes. He was terrible in the Beyond the Grid from what you said. Like, it was a terrible listen. It's just hard to listen to him. Yeah, like, no one's saying content was bad, but he is a tough listen. Even during the interview, it's just like, when we were watching the interviews with him and George Russell for the pre-race, he's tough to listen to, man. Him and uh, Giovinazzi seem to have a pretty decent relationship, but I feel like anyone over the years who would come in, like, on day one of, you know, school... It would be tough, like, oh, man, Kimmy's my teammate. <laughs> it probably would be, right? He's very ice cold, right? I mean, that's why he, he he's the, the ice he's man. He's the ice man, man. So, like, I mean, I didn't even mention this. This is Giovinazzi's probably last race in F1. It's sad because you very rarely do you get a second chance in this sport. And he's um, performed well. He's performed well. All year. Dude, like, did you know last race, literally a week ago, in between the last race and all that, he was testing Formula E. No idea. He went from testing Formula E to getting into an F1 car. Bro, he's a racer. Remember we talked about it. He's gone slept on. He doesn't score many points, but he's consistently finished between 11th and 15th in that Alfa Romeo that is the second worst team. I couldn't believe that he, before... Um, before... Um, Saudi, he was doing Formula E testing. It's crazy, man. And, and there's a huge difference in the car. He scored points last week, he too. he scored points. And the other thing is, um, it's because I, I listened to him talk about that, and it's become a common theme across pretty much every driver that is in the sport or coming into the sport. The biggest difference between other motorsport and F1 is the tire management. Yeah, so remember we, we talked about Guan Yu's adjustment. I said tire management is a whole different game. That's the one thing. Doing a lot of research, a lot of F2 drivers, a lot of new drivers says tire management's a whole different game. Like, F1 is the fastest sport. It's the fastest. So there's different tire degradation. I don't care what you say, right? There's just different tire degradation, right? So single-seater. It's crazy that it's faster than electric when you think about just... Zero. Well, electric has more torque, right? But yeah. it doesn't mean it can maintain that power over time, right? But I mean, I don't know too much about it, but I've always thought that electric is just faster off the jump, and then you kind of get more out of motor after. But so shout out to Giovinacci. You know, the whole Alfa Romeo team is turning over, and I guess since we are on this topic, we should tease our Alfa Romeo topic. Do you really want to tease it until we have it recorded? Are we really teasing it? There, we you know put it this way for those who have been listening we i said maybe not last recording but two recordings ago we've got a little surprise coming our surprise is we may have one of the alpha male drivers joining us in two weeks but it's not confirmed i mean it is booked it's confirmed it's confirmed if it doesn't happen don't kill us but stay tuned we are having one of the alpha male wow. drivers and maybe Valtteri for everyone, Bottas. For everyone listening, they can never imagine you <laughs> speaking to Valtteri. And maybe Valtteri Bottas. 
it may be Guan Yu Zhou. We'll leave it in there. If it happens, you guys will find out. Listen, that's why if you're listening to this, you, you got to tell your F1 friends. Yeah. Like, we got some surprises it's, on the it's way. It's going to be a surprise. And, you know, our, our artwork will be different from that week. We will put the driver on just because, you know, it's a special episode for us. Special drop. It's our first interview, actually. Like, it, it'll be good. I'm it excited. Very much so. There's only 20 in the world feeling very privileged to have the opportunity to speak to one. Yeah, and uh, you know, this driver has obviously uh, battled quite a bit of adversity, but it, that doesn't give you any clues, so we'll see who it is. <laughs> we shall see. So, Alpha is turning their whole team. It's the last race. Let's talk about Chilo that quickly. We, we, never, we didn't really bring that up. What does Alpha's pit look next year? It's like, you have all these engineers, and they're used to working with Giovinazzi and the okay. Iceman, and you got like... Bro, all the branding changes. All branding changes. Like, it's a big year for Alpha Romeo just in terms of change, right? And you know, huge, it doesn't matter... Huge year. It doesn't matter how good of an organization you are. That much change is always an adjustment period. An adjustment period. But also, adding on the change, first year that they're by themselves. No Ferrari, like... They, up until now, they were... They had to power share with Ferrari as far as decision-making and all the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, they're still Ferrari-powered. I'm sure Ferrari's still, like, a close partner, but uh, they get to make their own decisions, which is probably so, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it, they have a lot to prove, man. I don't think they have anything to prove. No one can expect anything out of them. Well, they're in the sport. They're repping Alfa Romeo. Man, uh, they're, they're, they're like a bottom-feeding team, bro. No they are, but Alfa Romeo. Alfa, they're trying to sell cars. And there's been a massive campaign, especially into Let North America. You. Like, I ain't buying an Alfa Romeo. <laughs> Let me ask you this. You have Ferrari, the premium Italian brand, the Tufasi. Then you have Alfa Romeo. Is it any different than, like, call it, like, obviously in its peak, Williams and McLaren? It's not the same at all. That's what I'm saying. Like, those two hold weight. Alfa Romeo doesn't hold weight. You know what I mean? But look at what Honda's done coming into the sport. Obviously, it's Red Bull, but like no one would ever. I hear you, but I'm saying like Honda with performance. The thing is, though, like, Honda has all of Japan behind it, right? Like when you have a Honda powered engine, Red Bull, they bring up all of Japan's fans, right? Naturally. I just think from the marketing side, like. But Alpha I see a Honda logo on an F1 car, and I'm like, man, if I have a Honda Civic, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but the thing, I, yeah, I feel you, but I'm saying all of Japan roots Red Bull because it's a Honda engine powered engine. Yeah. But nobody cares about Alpha Romeo because like, it's Alpha Romeo is supposed to be like this fast car. And it's like, no, you're not a Ferrari. Ferrari's Italian's car. So I'm saying, do they really have anything to prove? Like, think about it. Like, does anybody. It, I think they have to prove in the fact that. To themselves. Um, well, not just that. It's just like, again, financially, how long did you commit to, to burning money? Guan Yu Zhou is bringing bags of money, bro. They've had more sponsorship contacts in the last four weeks, or I guess it's five Three weeks now, than they have had in the last 25 years, bro. Okay. He's bringing mainland China money to Formula One. So, Alpha's turning. It's, it's crazy. George Russell's last race in Williams. Bro, do you want to talk about in this podcast my proclamation, or we're gonna do the whole separate episode? That's a that? whole separate episode. But, but I'm proclaiming again, just so I'm I'm not pump faking. You guys heard me. I'm going all in. One tire strategy. One pit. No pit stops. George Russell will be the 2022 F1 World Champion. I'm calling it right now. I don't know if that's just insanity <laughs> or d delusional. Like it, it could be delusional, but I have the utmost confidence of what I saw in. The, and his one Grand Prix of Mercedes, 
that he is a world championship driver. And I'm not saying it's a guarantee. I'm saying he's my pick because he's shown that he can, in the top car, perform at a top level. So I'm picking him over Lewis next year. If you if you are right, that's pretty good. You have crazy. to bow down on podcast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so my thing is, I will go, uh, I'll say this and we'll move on because this is not a George Russell podcast. But I think Mercedes had the best car, like I've claimed, right? I said they're, they're carrying over their engines. Mercedes has not spent a lot of money on this year's car specifically. They spent money on upgrading suspension stuff like they've added to this year's car, which will translate to next year's car, I'm pretty sure. They've been very vocal that they're focused on 2022 while being a championship contender. So when you're the best car and you're still focused on next year's car, they have the best car. And I think Lewis won't be as motivated next year. So I think George Russell will take it. That's my reasoning and we'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. Back to the championship fight. What do you think happens? Qualifying. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, don't even waste my time. You no, know. no, I'm saying like, does Max put through a stellar lap and does Lewis just destroy him on another stellar lap? Is it just like Mercedes dominating? What, what are we expecting for qualifying? Uh, Lewis is going to have pole position. But I'm saying like, in what fashion? Is it just like he absolutely dominates or is it like I a one-up? I think we see a 2018 Singapore-esque Laugh. So yeah, so saying you're saying he puts I'm in all time great Lewis laps. puts in one of the all time great laps. And what is Max? Does he put in a great lap too? But Lewis just shows his. To his be lap. honest, and maybe it's just me building this narrative. I think Max is going to start failing under the pressure. Okay. I That's think he. May, I think he struggles in qualifying. At least you put it on wax. And you're giving the people what they want, but that's from your voice. That's not from me. I don't think Ma- I don't think Max is affected by the pressure. I just think Lewis is better, a better driver right now. I think for 75 percent of the season, Max is the best driver, and the last 25 percent of the season, it's been Lewis, and it's where it's counted the most because because the accident in Silverstone, all these things happened where Max was able to give Lewis enough space to catch up. Um, so this is what I think, and obviously we'll be back after Quali, but. I think it's going to go Lewis, Valtteri, front row, Max. I was going to say that too, actually. But because Valtteri's you said gotta it. got to do it for us one more time. Do you really have confidence over Valtteri over Max? I just have a feeling that Max is going to have struggle in quality. Okay, that's fair. So then why not just put somebody else over Max too? Because Valtteri will, Valtteri's fine in quality. I got Lewis. Then Lando. Then Max. Damn. Now, McLaren doesn't have it. Bro, McLaren had a great showing last year. Yeah, but... And I expect my boy Lando has nothing to lose on the last race of the season to beat out Charles. He's going to give everything on his flying lap. I think he's going to push the limits. Ferrari's just... We've seen it. They're just better right now. They might be, but Lando's going to show us why he is a world championship caliber driver this weekend. That's what I I'm wonder like, he's gonna pull in a flying lap. He's gonna put a special lap up. The, we'll see after practice tomorrow, but I wonder what the physicality and the difficulty will be physically on this track. I don't think it'll be that hard. I mean, hitting bank corners ain't easy. I know, but there's not like the thing about uh Jadah is it was corner after cor- like what when did you have a break in Jadah? Jadah was Jadah is literally said, like, okay, I hit one corner, my next corner is coming, my next corner is coming. Jadah like, was crazy. And Listen, we didn't cover this. Um, I said it in the, in the chat. Lando s- said that if you were further down between like 6th and 10th, because of the walls, 
there was so much dirty air that was funneling, and you were that's why drivers were losing control. Yeah, and I don't think uh, I don't think you have that problem on this circuit at all. So. Which is nuts. Imagine like, yo, people are so far in front of you, but you're getting affected from dirty air down because the air was staying funneled in that track. Yeah, so I guess it makes sense why it's hard to follow, and especially that's in why, sector two, um, where obviously Mick crashed. We saw um, Leclerc crash there, like. He is just because of the dirty air. You don't have that problem on the Aston Marina. No, I don't, you, I don't think you don't have those walls. But so. I just had to bring that up because Jeddah is just a crazy track. I hate Jeddah. Yeah, we know that. I, I, I'm not a fan. I don't hate it. It was a great race. Like in terms of, it's a great qualifying lap. Like we it's, said, a it's a great, great qualifying, qualifying race. Lap. Um, but I'm not a fan of Jeddah in general. Uh, but yeah, I have a feeling that. Okay, sorry. I'm a little ahead of myself. Max Max will finish second. Lando will finish third. That that that's a realistic prediction. I, don't, I think Valtteri comes in fourth. What does Checo do? Because... Oh, silly B. Checo comes in fourth. Valtteri starts in fifth. Okay. Because, you know, is the Constructors done? The Constructors is done. If nothing crazy happens, there's no physical way to make up 29 points. 27 points. How can you make up 27 points? Yeah, unless there's DNFs. DNFs or something crazy happens at the end of the thing where there's a safety lap and you bring everybody together and people on fresher tires. This is where I have, like, worry for Mercedes. Like, what happens if there's, like, a, a fuel problem or something and Lewis's car just breaks Yeah, down, but you know like, what? That's a team problem. So that's a team thing, right? But we, we get to see that the thing we're happy about is Michael Massey has literally said to Max, if you try anything stupid or dirty, you might lose your championship over it, right? Yeah. So... I think the mo most exciting thing I'm to see is like, you're going to see drivers duke it out. But if we're obviously talking, if things go smoothly, there's nothing crazy. There's no way on this blue earth, blue they're skies. Losing constructors. They're losing constructors. You physically can't lose. Even if they finish one, two, that's 40, that's 40 thing points, right? That's 43 points with a fast at 44. If they finish three, four Mercedes, that is 15 plus uh, 12. That's 27 points. That's 17 point gap. Yeah, it's over. It's over. So constructors is a wrap. But what is Checo? What, like, how does he play? Checo's gonna finish the year strong. Because Checo's coming out with DNF a, last race. He's coming out with a secure like performance. Checo's gonna finish all the year strong. I think he finishes on the podium, to be honest with you. Because this is a, this race, yes, it's all Lewis and Max, but it's Mercedes Red Bull. Both Valtteri and Checo need to do. They have to be the best teammates they, they've ever been. Yeah, actually, Checo can't finish on a podium because Mercedes car is just that much better than this track. He'll finish fourth. I think it'll be. I think Lando's gonna make a podium appearance. I just have a very good feeling about Lando this weekend. I know I called he'd win a race, and he was very close to winning a race, and then he messed himself up. But I really do think that. Uh, Checo is going to have a really good performance. I think it'll be on the podium. It'll be Lewis one, Max two, Lando three, Checo four, and Valtteri fifth. I don't think oh. Valtteri does anything for his team this, this week. But his car is going to be that good. So I could be wrong. What do you think the other drivers on the grid think about this, Lewis and Max? Like We talked about this earlier. You, you know... They're also fans. They love F1. Yeah, do they stay out of the way? Do they stay out of the way? But really, like, drivers, all week, they've probably been taught. Like, think about it. Like, if you're Orlando or Ricardo, whoever you may be, like, just like, man, that race was crazy. 
Yeah, Max and Lando. Sorry. Daniel and Lando are probably like, who do you got for the championship? They probably for put sure. a bet on it. They're all talking about it. Like, so you're so close to it. You're talking about it. I would love to know, like, what everyone else is thinking. Like, who I, are they rooting for? Alonzo came out today and said that he wants Verstappen to win. No, he didn't. Just broke. He said that he's picking Verstappen to win. He says he's not supporting Verstappen. He didn't say he wants to. He says, oh, he says the Dutchman deserves. Yeah, but he didn't say he's supporting. He he came deserves. out and said, I'm not supporting Max to win. I just think Max is his choice. So let's get into this first. We had the, I asked you a quick question, and we said we're talking about pod. So you said that you don't think drivers will care and stay out of the way. No, I think I think everyone's there. there at the end of the day, lights go out. No different than a lion that's a killer, that has a killer instinct. Like, they're there to race. They're competitors. Yeah, I see Ocon, if Ocon wiped out Lewis or Max last race and decided championship, people would hate him. He'd get so much hate for that. Yeah. So it's like, I think lights out, sure, people are going to race to race. But after that, I think they will stay clear of Max and Lewis and let them duke it out. Imagine a Haas car is the reason that one of these drivers does. Yeah, so like you got to think about it. Like, you are you like, oh, lights out, I understand. Lights out, the king. But after lights out, do you think they're really going to test Lewis or like... You think they're really going to try to push Lewis off track if he's trying to pass him for a corner? Like, let's say Lewis pits a little early. He's in first place. He pits. You think Lando's actually getting his way for the championship when it's not his race? It's not his fight? Yeah, I don't think it's happening. I don't think so either. Um, so let's go through the pit quickly. I'm going to name, I'm gonna name uh, a couple drivers. So we'll obviously soon Red Bull and McLaren. Who do you think Danny and Max uh, Lando are rooting for? I think they're, well, I think Lando, actually, I think they're both rooting for Max. No, I think Lando's rooting for Lewis. I don't know. Lando's had his, like. Lando always talks about Lewis so highly, and they're both British. Danny was teammates with him, I feel like. But they had beef on Red Bull, didn't they, at times? Okay, so you you, you got the McLaren. I think the McLaren boys is, 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 a Mac, is a Max favorite host. What is the Ferrari, what does the Ferrari fit look like? I think the Ferrari drivers don't like either of them, but if they had to choose, they're going for Lewis. Yeah, I think it's Lewis too. I don't think any of those guys like... Uh, Do you think Pierre Gasly's going for Max? <laughs> yo, that's a great question. That is our next... No, our next instructor is Alpine. Uh, so we already see who, who Alpine's pick. Well, Fernando's picking. Ocon's, Ocon's picking going Lewis. Because he's sure. a Mercedes driver. Yeah. Uh, next one up is AlphaTauri. <laughs> Are they all rooting for Max? We're low key. Yo, Pierre Gasly does not like Max. So low-key, you think Pierre Gassi's hating on Max? Yeah. You think Yuki's hating on Max, or, or you think Yuki just Yuki loves Lewis. Oh, he does. So so you're saying AlphaTauri, the sister team, is a Lewis favorite house. Oh, yeah. And there's bad blood between Pierre and just that whole thing. He doesn't yeah. want them to win. Yeah. Uh, our next Seb's going with Lewis. Seb's going with Lewis? You think so? And what about Lance? He's, Lance, he's going with Lewis. And we know Williams is a Lewis favorite house, for sure. Latifi and George are rooting for Lewis. What about the good old Alfa Romeo boys? I think they're Max favored. I think Giovinazzi is Lewis. I think they're both Max favored. And then our homies at Haas. We know Nikita likes likes Lewis. So I think I'm and Lewis. Mick for sure likes Lewis. Oh, but his dad's record. Nah, he doesn't care about that. <laughs> you, you sure? Your dad is the greatest racer right now for, in most people's opinions because, you know, F1's still dominated by an older audience. If, if Lewis wins this, your dad has no clear stand-up against Lewis. Bro. Yeah, I don't know. 
Listen, just staying on the Haas train. Do you think Gunter was picking up all the debris? <laughs> Yo, listen. He probably <laughs> took he probably took some of the Mercedes debris. He's the one that brought it to F1 Authentic so he could have some money to pay for some gas or something. Gene, Gene, I'm trying. Gene, 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 Gene. Oh, oh. God. You, so you think, so just a quick note. You think this is the last year that Gunther is going through scrap I think Gunther gets fired. You do? Okay. That's yeah. a quick note. And then it's George Russell's last race. We touched on it briefly. What do you so think his last race looks like? I think uh, you don't even hear about it. <laughs> you don't think so? I, it's going to be so heavy, obviously, Lewis and Max. So. No, I'm saying, what does it look like? What does his last oh, race look like? Does he put He's going to be my dragger of the day. Uh, of the week or of just the, the day? Okay. He's my dragger. Okay, okay. Are we yo, doing draggers now? Yo, George Russell's my dragger. You he's think gonna, he's going to put on a... He's going to be a Mr. Saturday. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to finish in the points. You think Call he's going to pull out a performance for Williams for a lifetime? Like for, for their... Listen, he's doing it. He's doing okay. I got none other than our favorite... Giovanazzi, yeah. he we picking out the last the drivers on their last stint. Actually, Kimi Raikkonen's on his real last stint, but yeah. I think on Giovanazzi is my dragger of the week. There's no question about it. Giovanazzi has gonna, my vote. Honestly, like, not that I can say like I like Giovanazzi, but like I have built this sort of like attachment to him, <laughs> and I feel bad. You that just he's have built going. attachment for his name. That's it, because you love to say Giovanazzi. Poor Antonio's gone. Bro, I don't think he deserves to be out of F1, which is a controversial topic, but... Listen. Listen, I'm a fan of Guan Yu. I've come on an air. I said before, when we were talking about the Alpha Male seat, how Valtteri may go in August, July, I was saying Guan well, Yu's going to get the seat. That's why, like you said, with Lance Stroll, like, bro, I was reading up on this. His dad paid Williams $80 million for him to get his first seat at Williams. I told you, daddy's money. Oh, I mean, I uh, yes, you said that, but I didn't know that that's how he got in. Like his, Aston his Martin first is, seat. is there's no mistake in why he has Aston Martin seat. Because think about this: what would you be more happy with, Checo and Seb or Lance and Seb? It's a no-brainer. You if you had Checo and and, Bro, and Seb, his dad paid eighty M's for him to race. I hear you, but think about Williams. like I get it, I get it. It's wild. But let's imagine if you put Checo and Seb. Let's say that was the Aston Martin lineup. They're fighting with McLaren and Ferrari, I'm pretty sure. I would love to know what the old heads, Alonzo, Raikkonen, and Seb, think about Lance. You got to include Lewis in there. Lewis is an old head, Yeah, too. and Lewis. Like, like do they, are they just like... Let's not mistaken that we disrespect Lewis by saying like, we think he's like 31 years old. No, he's <laughs> older than Seb. He's older than Seb. He's an old head in the sport, but he's just because he's performing at the highest level. For sure. Probably Seb just looks at him and he probably has the same thoughts on I am. He's probably disgusted that he's there because of his dad's money. That's why it shocks me that okay. Seb's there. Listen, by the way, for anybody that's listening, we actually don't hate Lance. I'm just doing it for entertainment values. We, we joke around about it. But, I mean, Guan Yu has a seat because of his influence in China's race, bringing China to F1, and for his sponsorship. It's the same thing with Lance. It is a part of the game. But I really don't think Lance deserves a seat in F1, man. Like, why didn't Nico Hulkenberg... Tell me why Nico Hulkenberg doesn't deserve a seat. It's crazy. Yeah, Nico, gone. Like, did, did Nico do anything to actually say Bro, he doesn't deserve Nico, I, I think it's Nico, right? Has never had a podium, right? I think so, yeah. It's crazy. But, like, he was very consistent at Renault. Very consistent. It's like, you. Uh, maybe Lance is a young talent, but it's like, he's not as... Like, I think Yuki's a better driver than Lance, to be honest with you. 
he's not too far off a of Lance from what I understand points wise. But um, Yuki and uh, Yuki's below Lance. How many? Yuki has twenty. Lance is thirty-four. Okay, so he's not too far off, and Yuki's made some very big mistakes. So I think I think Yuki is a better. I, I would say next year Yuki's a better driver than Lance. I, I can confidently come out and say that. that's what I strongly believe. Um, what do you think race day looks like? I know you have loose for the win. What does the rest of the podium look like? What is uh, what does it look like? I think we should cover race day after quality. Okay, you don't want to talk about race day at all. Listen, we've got the quality results but in. Yeah, this is a weekend preview, and then we kind of give the general aight, thoughts, aight, and, then we, and then we get into like our actual thoughts on Saturday. So, so this is what I think happens. Early prediction. It's going to be Valtteri first. Race day. Race day, yeah. Oh shoot! You Valtteri don't have Lewis. The, Valtteri taking the dub. This is the first time in history you don't have Lewis winning. Valtteri taking the dub. Lewis second, Max third, and Max walks off the podium, but like really mad. So Valtteri leaves Mercedes with a good parting gift. Yeah. Wow. Will it be his twelfth win? Yeah. Is this just like just because you want to pick something different, or do you have some logical reasoning behind? I it? just have a feeling Valtteri is going to win the race. Okay, I like it. Now, is the race a complete blow? Is it just like Valtteri's 30 seconds ahead, or is it close? Outside of those three, it's a blowout. No, well, I'm talking about the three. Um, no, it's not. It's like, what, Lewis is like four seconds ahead of Max? Three seconds? Yeah, like, it's... Lewis is, is struggling to maintain the tires. So oh, he's so he's like, fending off Max. He's nursing the tires, okay. fending off Max, and Valtteri's just... Crushing. Valtteri's gone. Max is getting fresh tires and chasing down Lewis. That's what you think. The yeah, and like. it's going to be a battle that is going to be so difficult to watch without passing out. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, I got my boy Lewis one, Max two, Lando three. I think Lewis wins this race by over 25 seconds. Woo! That would be great. I think this is a blowout race, and I think Max gives up, and he's actually fighting with Lando. Is this a, so? Is it a snooze fest or not? There's never a snooze fest in F1, bro. It's always fun. But for your casual racers that want to see like, like close racing between one and two, yes, it's a snooze fest. I think Lewis. So Lewis just blows out. This, this, I really believe Yo, this Mercedes track. Um, obviously, it doesn't matter who. Like, okay, uh, whoever wins, do we see the crazy like donuts and like if Lewis wins, do we see Lewis and Valtteri doing donuts in the middle like? It's kind of. I think Lewis has a special flag with number eight, and he drives around like six times, and he unfastens his seatbelt to say "f you" to the FIA, like because of the seatbelt penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Lewis. Remember how they were mad that he kept driving around Silverstone? He can do that times two. Oh yeah, and the donuts are going to be crazy. I don't know if he does. Is he going to do donuts? He always does. Yeah, I don't know if he will this time. I think maybe he'll handle. Last year, him and Valtteri did it. There was so much smoke. It was crazy. I think this year he may not do it just because he goes, "Hey, Max." I can race with some class, quote unquote. <laughs> oh, he's doing it. You know how Max was complaining in Silverstone, like it's an embarrassment you're celebrating because I'm in the hospital, blah, blah, blah. Maybe, maybe not. Um, if Max wins, what do you think he does? If Max wins? Oh, it's going to be a difficult day for me. I know it's going to be a difficult day, but what does Max do? Does he do donuts or he just... Oh, Max will do donuts. He will go crazy. Listen, you just won the championship, bro. Imagine one of the tire blows up and they destroy their car. I'd yeah, who cares? <laughs> what do you mean, bro? That's a championship car. You know what they do with that championship car? They package that up. They put it in the factory and they frame it as best as you can frame it. Uh, how big is it? A two-meter car? Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be whoever wins is doing donuts. For doing sure. donuts. Okay. 
Where does Valtteri finish for me? Because I don't have Valtteri finishing. What do you think if I have Lando three? I think he's finishing like fifth. I think Checo's finishing fourth. Okay. That's what I think. You think I'm crazy for saying that? No. Nah. But you know what? I'm contradicting myself because I think Mercedes has that much better of a car. But I just really think Lando is going to pull something out. You're really feeling it, which is good. Bro, I hope so. I'm wearing my or- papaya orange colors, okay? Listen, I got I just got to drop it again. So, you don't have any papaya orange. We got to go to Fanabox. Bro, you're going to have to you're going to have to go online, I'm get to Fanabox. I got to hit up Max and, and put an order in. I'm going to hit up Max. Like I need the Fanabox. I need the Fanabox plug-in. Listen, I need to start accumulating more gear. So, you know what the thing is, though? If Lewis wins his eighth, I will buy something Lewis-oriented. I, you got to respect the greatness. If Max wins, well, you know, I got to wear a Max quote-unquote jersey on podcast. <laughs> but uh, I do need myself some papaya orange. The thing is, I like the papaya orange on the car. I just can't see myself wearing it on the shirt. Yeah, maybe it's a so hat. Bright. Maybe not. You know what? I'll get the black dominant one with a little bit of orange. But, you know, I got to get some papaya orange. Just so you guys know, that's Fanabox. Google it. It's based out of Montreal. Support the local business. They've been about racing. They've been, this is a couple generations in. I think Max is the second or third. Um, support Fanabox, man. They're supporting us. And if you love F1, get your gear off them. They have a holiday sale. It's up to 30% off. Make sure you guys go check them out. Well, tomorrow's practice. Oh, man. I, I wish I could just, yeah. So you didn't play a lot of video games, but like in, there's a game called, Majora's Mask, where you can just speed up time. Yeah. And I wish I could just speed up time and get there. Agreed. So, any last words for our lovely listeners? We'll be back on Saturday. Welcome minimal race weekend. What? Any lovely last thoughts on race weekend? No. I got May one. May the best driver win. I got one. Giovanazzi! <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. We'll see you Saturday. We'll see you guys Saturday. Peace. Peace.